Welcome everyone to episode. Thirty-eight. It's episode thirty-eight, Scott. I know you just didn't give me a chance to say anything. It's episode thirty-eight. Welcome to episode thirty-eight. I'm your host, Scott. I almost said Scott with the Carolina Hurricanes. That's what I say all the time at work. I'm Scott, and this is I'm here with Josh and Trevor. Uh, Trevor at a new location for anyone on Twitch. He's in Kansas City right now, doing starting his internship. Trevor, did you start your first day yet, or just moved in? Uh, technically, technically I Sorry, started, man. but it's my first in-person day tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to doing that. All right. Well, you'll have to let us know how that goes. Josh, how are you doing today, bud? I am fully invested in Wilson Contreras' performance today, so I can beat you at fantasy. Yeah, I actually need to kind of pull Breaking up. news. Breaking news right now. Marlins man is wearing a new jersey. Ooh, what team? Still the Marlins, Marlins, but not okay, orange. Okay. You think he's going to get buried when, like, when he does pass away eventually? You think he's going to get buried? I mean, he might get Jersey. cremated. We don't know these things. <laughs> it's true. But like, I feel like if he if he gets like buried in a suit, it would just there has to be a Marlins jersey on The better Christian is like, anyone come to his funeral, man. which I don't know. Yeah, I've heard very bad things about him. So um, we don't need to get into that too much. But Josh, okay. why don't you start us off with your topic? Today is the two-year anniversary of the Toronto Raptors winning the NBA title. Uh, that is my topic. Uh, I want to talk about positive memories we all have with our favorite teams winning uh, their respective championships in their leagues. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I guess I'll go. I I was lucky enough to uh, be alive for a uh, Packers Super Bowl, and I was old enough to remember watching it. And honestly, to this day, it's one of my favorite games i've ever watched and there's really i mean josh there's nothing you can attest to it there's nothing like winning a championship even as a fan like it's just it's cool you got bragging rights you got just kind of like this pep in your step every day like you know you got like six months until you have to worry about like i cried when the cubs won yeah no i mean the cubs i and as a you know i i don't as anyone who listens to this pod knows i'm not a big baseball guy but i I what the Cubs World Series was one of the coolest things I've ever gotten to see, and it's just like I don't know championships like they're special and they're special for fans. I don't know, Scott. How about you? What do you? I felt, I felt a shot there, Josh. You can attest to you know winning a championship. What my teams haven't won, Trevor? Man, no, yeah. The Cubs, the Cubs winning the was, Cubs. was still, the Cubs. Cubs was one of the best moments and days of my life. Uh, game six was insane. Game seven. The you were there. I hate won. you. I know. Thanks for hating me, but. It's one of the best moments, and whenever people like say like, "What well, you know? What's your favorite day or best memory or you know favorite vacation?" Like that's it. And people are like, "Oh, why do you like going to Cleveland?" I'm like, "This was the coolest moment of my life. The game was nuts. The rain delay added more suspense and drama. It was Game Seven of the World Series. Like that's just Game Seven in sports is the best thing ever. So, um, yeah, your team winning and like especially the Cubs winning after 108 years is just that. That was such a moment. Um, yeah, it, it just it, it is a really cool moment there. But yeah, congrats, Josh, on the two year anniversary. It really feels like it was even just like last year. Well, COVID it's year. The, it's the last legit championship. The Lakers is fraudulent Mickey Mouse <laughs> ass ring. It's the last legitimate championship. I remember, I, I remember being at a, a Boy Scout event. Uh, um, it was a it was like a winter camping thing. I remember freezing my butt off that weekend. Like it was below zero. There, I, I had like a f- block of ice in my sleeping bag at one point when I woke up. That was fun. But I remember like asking my dad about like updates on the Falcons game because the Packers were playing the Falcons in one of the 
NFC divisional games, and I just remember like moments like those, or like I don't know, I don't know. There's like specific moments I remember from championships, like uh, the Jordy Nelson touchdown. I remember that was like that was the moment where I'm like, okay, I love this guy. He's gonna be an amazing player for the Packers because he was still pretty young when that happened. I just I'm wondering, like Josh, like since we're talking about the Raptors, like what what were those moments for you that you can kind of like pick out and like that just remember you remember and make make you happy? Um, the shot against the Sixers. Obviously, that was obscene. Yeah. Uh, I remember Norman Powell just obliterating the Bucks. Um, he always did that in the playoffs. <laughs> I just remember Norman Powell just going off against the Bucks. Uh, Kyle Lowry's yep. in Game Six. He went on that tear in the first quarter and scored like the first like twelve points for the Raptors or something. That that night, I knew they like as soon as that happened, I knew they were gonna win that game. Like Kyle Lowry just was not gonna let them lose, and so that was that was another one. Um, Marcus Saul just destroying Joel Embiid every night. Joel Embiid, that. yeah. Uh, Fred, oh, <laughs> Fred Van Vliet, the whole thing with his son. He was terrible until his son was born, and then all of a sudden he's the best player yeah. on the Raptors. And him, he's incredible yeah. in the yeah, finals. Right. I mean, I thought he deserved some uh, MVP votes, and he got one for finals MVP. So, yeah, I mean, I remember all these individual performances. Was, yeah, it, it sticks out. I think it's – And you remember the players, and you just remember – Yeah, go ahead, Scott. I was going to say, so Trevor, like, when you're talking about the Falcons there in the Packers run, or, or Josh, even when you're, when you're mentioning, like, these just key moments, sometimes you just remember, like, all those small things. Like, for me, when I think of the Raptors run, I remember a lot of our friends were, like, kind of rude to Josh, and we were like, oh, the Raptors are going to get swept in five. Or, yeah, everyone was, no everyone was rude to me. Everyone was rude to me. Josh is just hopeful. Like, you know, obviously, it's this. Yeah. It, I was like, I think you knew, like, I was cheering for the Raptors because of you, and like, I, I wanted to win because one, they haven't won ever, and it'd be, it'd be a cool story. Um, and yeah, so I think like it, it was, it was just interesting. Like, I remember that so just specifically that I don't necessarily remember the championship games. Obviously, I remember the shot. I don't remember Norman's performances or uh, FAV going off once uh, his son was born. But like, I think it's interesting when like a Trevor. I'm sure with you with the Falcons or, or not the Falcons, the Packers. Like, sometimes you remember the stuff outside of sports, like where you were or what was happening in the world that you're like, that that will stay with you forever. Yeah, one so of I, our I friends, think really interesting, uh, as soon as the final buzzer went off in game six, one of our friends was trying to take it away from me and uh, belittle me for the Raptors winning and saying it was not, it was a fake ring because, you know, the Warriors were hurt. Dude, that Raptors yeah. team was unbelievably stacked. It didn't matter if the, the Warriors had full KD and Clay. Like, it, didn't, it didn't matter. That, that Raptors team was going to win. And you know, I don't, I don't, I didn't even remember that until he just brought it up. Like he was trying to take it away from me, and I wasn't going to have it. Like that was an incredible, incredible moment. And you know, it, the way the game actually ended was really anticlimactic, if you guys remember, because like they called the refs called like a really yeah, ticky ticky foul, like point five seconds left or something. And so it's like they celebrated twice, and the second time was really anticlimactic. They thought they won already. And so I remember how like how like bad the actual ending of the game was, but like actually celebrating it was was awesome. Yeah, and I'm not going to get yeah. into, like, you know, obviously injuries did happen, but that Raptors team, like you said, was so stacked. And I remember Fred Van Vliet was just insane that series. You know, he was just cooking Steph Curry. It was <laughs> – there was a point – there were so many, like, points where, like, Steph would have to, like, switch off of him, too, just because of, like, how bad <laughs> he was doing on, like, defending uh, Fred Van Vliet, which, I mean – that that was that was Fred Van Vliet. Like he he got his name from that like that series. He got a contract probably like from that series. You could argue. I love like, Fred Van Vliet. I love Fred yeah. Van Vliet. I, uh, no, I I remember 
one thing I, I you, you can't really call that a, a fake ring or a, a cheap one because there, there's injuries every single year um and, and teams just have to deal with it but also if you look at it Kawhi, i remember throughout those playoffs he was just on a mission they like yeah. turn it up people after that year i remember them talking about him is he like the top two maybe three nba player in the league just because yep. of how good defensively he is, but also how much he stepped off his game offensively, and he was carrying the Raptors at points. He carried um, them in the 76 then, series. That's only he didn't carry them in the other ones, but yes, he carried them in the 76 series. But, but I'm series. saying, but then you then you look at what the the Raptors did the next year without him, and me and Josh talked about this several times. The Raptors maybe you know they didn't win. Uh, that's last my favorite year. Raptors team of all time. They've had the year after. That's yeah. my favorite Raptors team of all time. They were the most fun basketball I've ever seen. That's, in my life. What, that's what I was trying to get at was. Even though they didn't win and they might not have been the most successful by championship like aspects, they were arguably had the best Raptors season ever, and that was when they lost maybe their best player. They would so, have repeated like, for sure. <laughs> you, yeah, you can't you can't tell me that that you know them with Kawhi was a cheap win because of how good they did without Kawhi. Um, you know that and honestly, like good for you. Like celebrate that this every year. You're gonna get those little butterflies every you know year when it says. Three years ago today, Raptors won. Five years ago today, Raptors won their first. Like, you're going to see those every single year, and it's going to make you happy each time. So, I, I mean, I definitely love seeing the um, Game 7 of the College World Series and stuff like that, and it's it's kind of what we live for as sports fans. So, um, but yeah, any anything else to add on this topic, Josh or Trevor? I remember I remember for the Cubs Game 7, when Jason Kipnis hit that foul ball, and my stomach dropped, even though it was nowhere near a home run. Just the camera angle on Fox was so unbelievably bad that I thought it was a line drive across, like, to home run, and it was just a bad foul ball. I remember my stomach dropping. Um, I remember – You should have heard it. If you heard that crack, you like, oh, my God. It sounded like that thing. If that was fair, that was gone. Um, <laughs> and then I remember uh, our oldest blowing it, and then my stomach dropping, and then – and then I remember Dexter Fowler leadoff homer and my stomach exp- expanding and Javi hitting a home run and me just ex- dying, ex- just being ecstatic. And I remember Kyle Hendricks being taken out way too early and freaking out about that. <laughs> and then I remember... Do you remember the rain... What, what, where were you during the rain delay? What were you doing? I you remember like how you were reacting? No, nah, I, I think out. I was completely blacked out at that time. Like my mind was just not there. I don't remember any part of the rain delay. Yeah, okay. I, I was just curious because like I... For me... As much as, like, Trevor, you mentioned, like, how you remember this. I think I actually mentioned it. I don't know why I'm giving you credit. Um, remembering the things outside of, like, like you know, you were camping. You mentioned that. And, like, how you remember, like, texting your dad. Or not texting. Talking to your dad. Like, hey, what's happening in the game? Like, what are the updates? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talking to your dad and being like, hey, like, how's it going? Um, like, do you guys think you remember the wins or where you were at during those big moments? Like, I remember equally as well the bad moments. Like, the double doink. I saw that on delay driving home from maybe South Carolina. And, yep. and I was just like, in the car, I'm looking at this tiny screen. I see the double doink, and I'm like, wait, that didn't go in? Like, I remember those moments, I think, equally as well, if not maybe even better than, than where I was when we were winning. I'm curious if you guys have any of those stories. Um, I remember last year uh, the Cubs just being destroyed by the Marlins of all teams, and Corey Dickerson hit a home run against you, Darvish, like early on in that do-or-die game. And just knowing the season was over right then and there, that sucked a lot. Um, I remember in 2015, I loved that 2015 Cubs team. I remember them being swept by the Mets and watching them at our friend's ex-girlfriend's house. And that was a weird place to be watching that game. But watching, I think it was Cindergard that night, just completely just 
shut down the 2015 Cubs. That crushed me because I love that team. Uh, I remember. Um, I remember. I your friend's ex girlfriend's house. I mean, I'm not That's what I'm thinking right now. <laughs> we I'm don't like, need like, to get into specifics. Only, there's only one I can think about, like who it was. I wasn't there then, but. No, you weren't there. Um, I think it was just me I think and I know like who. three other people. Yeah. In her family. It was a weird crowd. I don't I know might, why I was there. I might, I might know who this is. <laughs> but I, I think, I think we, we probably know. Um, I remember, um, <laughs> I remember, um, this is all winning though. But I remember the Giants series. I remember then... the Marlins. I think we watched that series together, and we were just like, we we can't hit. Yeah, that was just not. Is that at my house. Uh, I think I watched that game at Carly's house. I think I watched the Darvish one. At... Carly's house. Yeah. I think we watched uh, the first one. We're just like, we can't hit. That was horrible. Yeah. But, uh, see, the most of the, most of the, like, other bad memories are gone by now. So, I, I mean, the Cubs didn't sweep their way to 2016 playoffs. That's not what happened. Like, I was, it was a game six. Went to game six against the Dodgers. Went to game five, I think, maybe? Four? Against the Giants. I think it was four, maybe. Anywho. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't remember the losses that much. Because uh, every, all there's so much positive overtaken, you can't dwell on the negative for so long. I, I don't remember that much. I mean, I remember, I remember um, losing overtime uh, last season. No, two seasons ago now. Uh, the Raptors in, in the bubble against Celtics. I remember that, that going to overtime. I, I and don't. The Raptors just gassed. They were just gassed. They saved everything they had, and that, that you know, I was proud and sad at the same time because I gave everything and it wasn't enough. But they tried, and so. I don't uh, I don't think like I, I dwell on the losses. I just like when you say double doink, I know I was in the car, what seat I was sitting in that car and like the fact that I was driving home. Like I remember where I was for that. Um yeah. like I I wouldn't say like I think about it like every day I'm like, damn that freaking <clears throat> double doink, like it's definitely not a pleasurable memory, but I know I remember it, I remember it so vividly and I, I don't know, I think it's like that's part of sports. It's like you remember where you were when you won. You also remember where you were when the Cubs got shut out or scored one run in two games against the Marlins. Um, yeah, that, that's definitely not a, as pleasant a memory, but yeah. Um, Trevor, why don't you give us your, your topic? Yeah, uh, you know, we were, we were talking about the NBA earlier, so I was going to just transition into that. But uh, yeah, so NBA, I mean, I just like, I, let's talk about, I like talking about the playoffs. I like talking about what's going on, the funny stuff that's happened, the not so funny stuff that's happened. Uh, it seems like the fans have calmed down. We haven't had an episode in like uh, a couple weeks, so it, it we're like, a little late on that. But it was like three we, back back days. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying I'm saying oh, the, the NBA fan man. stuff. Like it was like one yelling at Russ, one throwing something at the Celtics, one doing something. Like it was just like and you're like I, no, they threw the water bottle at uh, Kyrie. I'm just saying it felt like it felt like back to back to back days. There was always a fan thing making the news for doing something with interacting with players inappropriately and. Yeah. I love seeing, like, said Celtics fan. They don't even say his name, which I'm like, it's smart. Like, you shouldn't list the person. You don't want to give them any notoriety. Um, I think they give him his they, – they did say his name in, like, the report. They made an article, but when they – yeah. But, like, when, when they just say, like, the normal thing, it's just, like, Celtics fan canceled season ticket membership and, and banned. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Great. Like, that's yeah. awesome. Um, but no, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I think that's definitely a good thing to talk about as well as awards and, yeah, what's happening in the playoffs. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I watched uh, watched my guy Jokic. He got the MVP. Uh, I you know I have a Nuggets jersey here somewhere, but I, I like the Nuggets. They got um, Monte Morris on the team, so that you know is another reason why I like Nuggets. 
that was a cool thing because like I'm a Bulls fan and I need a team to root for in the playoffs and the Nuggets kind of were that team of course uh you know now they're they're not looking so good and it's interesting because like I thought I don't know it was weird like because the Trailblazers I didn't think were like that bad but like the Nuggets seemed to handle them I mean it was 4-2 it wasn't a gentleman sweep but it was 4-2 is pretty much handled it didn't go to game seven and the Suns come in and the three games really haven't ever been competitive. And I, I'm, as I'm watching them, it's like Jokic is he's still doing what he does. He's still, you know, he's putting up, I mean, he's not putting up great numbers, but he's like 25 plus points. He's shooting okay. He's getting some assists and rebounds. Like, he just doesn't really, like, the rest of the team's not really showing up. And Michael Porter Jr. has been terrible. But, like, it kind of leads me to believe, like, I don't know. Like, like I said, the Nuggets aren't playing their best, but like the Nuggets still are really good. And the Suns, like it's just, it's not even close, really. And it just, I didn't, I don't know. I didn't see the Suns being this good, but it's kind of crazy. And like, they might have a chance to win. So I'm like, do you guys think like the Suns are actually? I don't know. Like, it looks like they're contenders right now. <laughs> I don't know. I'll say, <laughs> I, I know Josh and I. I don't know if this was before Trevor. We had you on the show, but I know we talked about our uh, predictions for the year. I don't think I predicted the Suns to like win this year. But I predicted them to be, like, the breakout team that, you know, some people were talking about, but I, I thought they were going to have a really good year. Because, one, yeah. CP3 is just such a good player coach. Yep. He can, wherever he goes, like, think about it, Oklahoma City last year, not a lot of pieces, but he scraps together a playoff team and, and pushes uh, Houston to game seven. Yeah. That, that's impressive in itself. Um, So then you send him to a team with talented young guys like Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. You add around that, and, yeah, they're, they're a really talented team. They play well. They're feisty, and they – no matter what, if they're gonna if they're the worst team in the series, they're gonna play you hard and they're gonna make you win it. Um, and they're doing great against this Nuggets team right now. Um, honestly, this could be the Chris Paul year, and that'd be that'd be a cool story in itself if he if he gets his first chip. Knocking on wood, because I don't want to jinx it for him, but it, it, it's yeah. interesting. Josh, what's your, what's your take on the Suns right now? Uh, I think I think they're the favorites to get to the finals in that conference. I really do. I don't see like. Chris Paul's seen everything at this point. I don't see Paul George and Kawhi Leonard stopping this team. I just don't. Oh, so you have the Clippers beating out the Jazz? Uh, no, no. But I think that's what most people have. And really, I just, yeah. I don't know. I, don't okay, think, that, so, so I think the Jazz lose another, them too. So I don't. Whatever. Yeah, I mean that's a that's another thing. Like I mean I think. You know, there's some stuff that's gone that's gone on today. Obviously, Kyrie Irving. For those who don't know, he had a, you know, it looked like a pretty bad ankle injury. I mean, it's it's one of those ankle injuries that made me cringe. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet. Uh, I but saw it. Was like, it was, uh... Yeah, it completely perpendicular. So he, you know, who knows how long he'll be out. Steve Nash did say that he uh, is like his his uh, X-rays or MR, whatever he just had, it came back negative. So that typically means it's just a sprain. Um. Yeah, negative so, is positive. That's what you want. <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't break it, it sounds like. so. It's still there. It's still a sprain's not good. Um, like, he definitely hurt it. It's I don't know if he's going to play. I mean, I think if they end up making it to the finals, like he'd be able to play again. But I'm just not sure what it's looking like for him. So the Nets, I mean, all of a sudden, I think they were the favorite, uh, at least in my eyes. And, you know, they're down hard, and now they're down Kyrie Irving. It, they might not even get past the Bucks. I don't think... I mean, I think the Sixers might be the best team in the East right now. But I think, like, the Jazz really are the best team that the Suns would have to play, like, going yeah. forward now. And I think I think the Suns really can beat the Jazz because Rudy Gobert has this habit of, like, playing really well, like, 
sometimes, but like not really scoring a lot of points, and like he's 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 not really. Yeah, and I, he doesn't disappear, but he's not going to put in the points, you know. If you need to, like, and Donovan Mitchell's obviously that guy, but Donovan Mitchell, you know, if he goes cold or like they put the right guy on him, like I think Michael Bridges has been pretty good on defense. Like I think they just have guys that can guard, like match up really well with the with the Jazz. You know, you got Aiton on Gobert, you got Chris Paul leading the offense, and you know Devin Booker's obviously going to get his. It's just like I don't know. I mean, the Jazz are good, but I just don't think they're that good. And, like, the Suns, I really think, have a real chance to win it here. I don't know. It's just, I, I I, they're, And they're fun to watch. And I like, you know, I feel like it's become controversial, I think, but I like Chris Paul. Like, I know he's kind of, like, I love Chris Paul. dirty stuff sometimes. And, like, I think he's just he's super competitive. Uh, I think, yeah, that, I think I, that's what it is. I, when, he, when he's yelling at teammates, it's because it's he wants the best out of them. Um, yeah, and, I just you know. I, I, like, I think the Suns, yeah. Suns will probably advance tonight, if not next game. Um, and then, yeah, it's really, are they going to play Utah or are they going to play uh, L.A.? And I just I think, think the Nuggets that... ran out of gas. I think that double overtime yeah. against the Blazers just, that just I agree. ran out of gas. I agree. Because, like, and it's just Jokic. And if the rest of the team doesn't show up, like, Michael Porter Jr. has been terrible, except like, he had a pretty good first quarter, I think, against the Suns, like, the last game. Like, the first two games, he was terrible. And you he just, he's, the, he's their second scorer right now. And yeah. if he's not showing up, Jokic can't do it by himself. He cannot. It's tough. It's tough. If, no one can. You can put Jamal, LeBron Jamal, on that team. And it just doesn't matter. Jamal Murray was healthy. I'm really curious what the series would be at. I feel like it'd be a lot more yeah. competitive. But obviously, you know, injuries is something you have to deal with in the playoffs um, and in sports. And, so. I, and I still think, I don't think it's like that hot of a take. I still think the Suns would beat out the Nuggets with Jamal Murray just because the Suns are playing that good of basketball right now. I mean, you can see, like, how important it is like chris paul to me is like having a, a starting like a starting like a top five quarterback on your team in the nfl yeah it, and i say that because like, he's gonna always make the right play there's stuff always. that like point guards like him do that don't really show up in the numbers yep. they just make teams win it's his mold it's the exactly. kyle lowry mold it's it's i don't know who and, else is like those two but it's it's old veteran dudes have been around forever who know how to win I you think Chris I mean, Paul is the best example of that. I mean, you look at yeah. him, like, like, like I said earlier, like three minutes ago, when he went to the Oklahoma City Thunder, no one expected anything of them. Brings him to the playoffs and gets a game seven against Houston. That was insane. Now you pair him up with a better talent and they're cruising in the playoffs. I mean, he's literally, I love that top five quarterback resurgence, like comparison there. And he's just, he's doing so well. I think it'd be fun if we can see him just, just keep going. Yeah. Well, you know, Wash thinks he'll get a three-year deal, which seems kind of crazy to me, but he'll deserve it. Just, he's, he? so, he's like 35 right now. 36, the thing maybe. Is, his game isn't built on his athleticism anymore. I know. It like, just seems like crazy he's not that... He could do it. He, he has, deserves it. It's just crazy. I, he has this shot where, like, I, I love it. It's like, it kind of reminds me of the, if any Iowa State fans who might listen to this podcast will know. Uh, Monte Morris would always have this. It was like a free throw line jumper. He did it from either one of the corners or at the free throw line. And it was always at a really like key point in the game. Like if, if the other team was going on a run or if we need some scoring, like he would always hit that shot. Chris Paul has that shot. He has that shot where he like, he goes to the key, so clutch. top of the key, and he gets in one of those corners in the paint and he just turns around and hits this teardrop mid-range jumper. And he always gets it over like a taller guy. It is such a awesome shot and like that's one of those shots that that kind of player has and it's just it's so important because it can stop teams it, from going also, scoring runs it, it gives you some momentum I, I just like just little things like that he's so good it's always beautiful too because he always creates the perfect amount of separation and you're right it's like you know oh maybe the the lakers are starting to mount a comeback here he takes a step back and just knocks down this you know 18 foot mid-range oh. jumper and you're just like that is that is beautiful like it's awesome so 
And we're back. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Uh, Josh decided to sabotage his nope. own stream. That's nope. nope. That's a nope. And nope. he was illegally downloading nope. the Cubs game. Nope. And it nope. turned off False. his router. Nope. So we had to splice in this False. little bit here. Nope. So Everything welcome back. Josh, could you give us an update on the Cubs-Cardinals game? Nope. Seeing that I had turned it off, uh, I cannot give you any sort of update. Okay. Well, that's disappointing. So, yeah, we're back, and we were talking basketball. And I don't know. I didn't really have much more to say about, like, the Suns or the Nuggets or anything. I do I – do, I guess the one thing I do want to talk about is uh, just what series – have you guys, like – did no. you guys find like a series like particularly more enjoyable than others or like have no. you been following a specific team? No, I have not. No. You can't just say no. Like, I, I can. I did. No, I haven't watched any basketball. I don't know. I, I like a lot of the storylines. Like I, I like the Knicks Hawks last series just because they're yep. both two newer teams. Um, you know, not, and I, I kind of like Trey Young stepping into that villain role of, of like a bad boy, like, like, you know, doing choke symbols and just he has a dance move for every single shot he hits like do you know yes it's awesome if you're a fan of Atlanta but if you're like the opposing team each little thing he does like he's so good but then he has to celebrate it and you're just like that would that would kill you as an opposing sports fan so I kind of like that storyline with him now also if they lose tonight they're down 3-1 to Philly um I kind of hope Philly like can just move on tomorrow night I thought it was tonight at eight I don't know (laughs) Regardless, regardless, <laughs> the game four is going to be a big one if Philly wins the series is over pretty much. If, if not yep. even series, it can go either way. So that, that's going to be an exciting one. But, yeah, I'm, I'm not really watching any of them specifically, like, closer than others. Yeah. I've, I've just really enjoyed every game that the Hawks have played in because I didn't know this. Like, I don't really know Atlanta fans that well because, like, I don't know, I just don't watch a lot of Atlanta sports games uh, like Falcons, Hawks braves any of that uh but you know how philly fans are like they'll boo their own players they get crazy like the crowds are always they're entertaining in philly i'll say that (laughs) in any philly home sports game uh atlanta though they're kind of having a moment right now like the crowd's getting crazy like they're having i mean the the home game that the hawks just played i mean was crazy i don't know just like i love the impact that the crowds are having on like the watchability of these games. Cause you're getting the booing of the refs, the booing of the players, you get the, the trash talking. It's just like, and both of these teams are really like playing really chippy basketball. You got Trey young who out there, like if he's, if he's playing well and his team's winning and he's doing all the cocky stuff, then it looks really cool. And if he's not winning and you know, he's missing three, he's airballing threes. It's, it looks really bad, but it's just, it's great. Like, I don't know. I just find the Hawks like, Watching the Hawks play basketball in the playoffs has been very entertaining. Like, very it's entertaining. also fun for them because they have no expectations. Like, yeah, it's good for them to make. They had a good first round. They're not expected to compete against the 76ers. and if you know it's a two-one series, if they tie it up today, that's a plus. You know, and it's more Atlanta basketball. So I, I think it's they're kind of playing on a. They got nothing to lose. Just throw it all yeah. out there and see if you can win. So it's yeah, night. I don't think that they will win. I think that the Sixers are going to take care of business. Embiid's just been great. I mean, he's unguardable. Like, Clint Capella cannot guard Embiid. And if he can't, no one on the Hawks can because he got the other center is John Collins. And John Collins is not a defensive guy. <laughs> he's I'm not your defensive center. stopper. He's, he's a power forward. Yeah. And he's not. No, but he's, he's, he's played center. He's been out there guarding Embiid. And it just You're doesn't right, go though. well. He's not a defensive player. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Beach is so good. He's, he's, he's been a fun player to watch. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just, it'd, it'd I'm be having cool fun with see, the playoffs this year. See this. I, I think if we get like a Sixers Suns championship, that'd be one of the most coolest things. Um, even the jazz, like a team that hasn't won in a while would be, would be cool. I don't know if this, we have ever seen the Suns win. I don't think they've ever won. Uh, the Sixers have, um, the jazz have not, I don't think either. So like if we get jazz or sun out of the, out of the West, that'd be really cool. Um, as well as this, you know, Embiid and Simmons led team that people are always like, what should the Sixers do? Should they break it up? Should they just trade away Simmons? Like if they can make it a deep run and even to the finals and win, mm-hmm. then that, that might end that debate of like, is this duo overrated? So, um, yeah. And I, I think they make it work. Like, I don't know, like I've, I, that argument has never really made sense to me that Ben Simmons and Embiid can't play together. They clearly can. It's They're just always, to me, it's team. always the pieces around them. They, they, yeah. sometimes, I mean, I, Danny Green is having another great playoff run where he just doesn't do anything. I mean, he's been, he's been solid on defense, but he'll go like 0 for 9 and just like, I don't know. He's, he's always just so terrible at shooting in the playoffs. I, I, it's funny. Uh, if you guys follow, uh, Worldwide Wob on Twitter, he'll always just tweet us the screenshot of Danny Green trending on Twitter for every playoff game he's in. When he was on the Lakers, <laughs> it was like that. I think even when he was on the Raptors. I'm not sure, Josh. That's when it started, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's just Danny Green. Uh, yeah. So the, and hopefully Philadelphia can advance because we can get more Danny Green memes. I know. I, I'm definitely Almost, like kind of rooting yeah. for the Sixers. I, I think they'd be an exciting team. I think the Sixers and Suns are, are my the two I want to go to the finals. But the I Jazz just need more Sixers cool home players. games. I love it when the yeah. fans boo their own players. It is electric. <laughs> I remember it was two years ago. I think the Nets were, were made it into the playoffs and played the Sixers in the first round. And it was a, uh, it was like that Nets team. It was like D'Angelo Russell and uh, the center guy uh, Jared Allen. I think. Even uh, they still had Joe Johnson. Might have had Thad Young. I don't know. It, but it, <laughs> it was it was that Nets team, and like they ended up. I think they either won Game One or it was like played it. They played it really close, but the Nets went out, came out to a huge lead, and like <laughs> Ben Simmons was like missing free throws, and B was missing free throws. The Philly fans were booing like every play. <laughs> it was so good. I just I need more of that. Like that's what I need. Well, hopefully so. we can uh, we can see. Some more. I feel like the postseason has been good so far. And it's also interesting. I feel like there's probably been a lot less people watching because LeBron's eliminated. Um, and I feel yeah. like, like me, I, I watch a lot just to see him hopefully lose, which he never does in the first round till this year. So now that he's done, it's like, that's really all I was watching the playoffs for. Now, what do I want after that? So, um, well, it, well, Scott, we just talked about quite a few things that are very enjoyable. I so know. Maybe, maybe turn on the NBA playoff games, you know, in between, uh, <laughs> Between some hockey games, I'm sure you've been watching and maybe some baseball. That's that's a great transition. So I, I do want to talk a little bit about what's happening in hockey, but I also want to talk about some some a predicament I'm in now because the Canes are eliminated. So the Canes lost in five to Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, it was a great season. I'm very excited for this team. Still super young, have hopefully three to four year window where we can just keep making the playoffs and making deeper and deeper runs. But that's not my question. My question is for you guys. We've all had teams that lose in the playoffs. I, I, I kind of hate the argument of, I'll just say my side, I guess, of you should cheer for the team that eliminated you because it makes you look better. For me, okay. I don't get no. that. Like, no, like, fuck like, them. For me, it's – it, it, so there's two sides. Like, if, if, if the Cubs lost to the Cardinals, obviously – Fuck them. Yeah, like uh, NL Central. None of, none of us want the Cardinals to do well. 
But like if you know, if like the Bulls are playing the Atlanta Hawks right now, that'd be like I wouldn't hate against the Atlanta Hawks. I would. Like, I, I would. Like I, I'm just curious. So you guys are kind of on the okay. side of whatever team eliminates you. Team, whatever you team lose. breaks my heart deserves a painful death. I don't know. I. <laughs> okay, but like so. like because like a lot of people at work are like, oh, we should cheer for the Tampa Bay Lightning, and I'm like, honestly, I have no no problems with the Lightning, but I also don't really want them to win now. Um, yeah, but like you if, break if my heart, would, you're dead to me. That's if we would have lost to like the Bruins, I would have hated for the Bruins to win just because they're such a, they've won enough. They're such the Boston wins too much. Their fans are crazy. Our friend in Boston would die at work because all his coworkers are going nuts for the Bruins right now. Or going back to us. earlier, what you said, we talking about the Cubs Marlins when the Marlins then got curb stomped by the Braves. Nothing made me happier. Okay, so yeah, yeah I mean, it's I've obviously as a Packer fan lost a lot in the playoffs. And especially the last few years. Uh, yeah, I didn't root for the 49ers. I didn't <laughs> root for the Buccaneers. I didn't root for the Seahawks. Um, two for three on those, by the way. Shout you out root to the for Patriots. Mike McCarthy in the NFC East. <laughs> I did, actually. Especially you did, you when did bet on him. Yeah, the watermelon bet. The melon game. I bet on him on the melon game. I <laughs> The first melon game. I bet, and oh, Mike McCarthy, man. I just, so yeah. I, I don't know. I think if it like it, I get, I don't know. You guys know how I get with sports. It's very personal for me with some of these teams, and I cannot just fathom. Like I could not fathom myself like getting just gutted in a in like a semifinal or divisional game, and then rooting for that team. I mean, I think it has to be a very specific situation where I like people on the team and. I, I think it could happen. I'm just saying. It also like, depends on the series. If it's a game seven and you guys are going back and forth and you're getting physical and people are shoving, yeah, you're not cheering for that team. If it's a, yeah. if it's, if it's a four game sweep and you guys just get destroyed and your team was lucky to be in the playoffs, uh, that's and, what I was gonna say. Yeah, like, like, like the, let's say the the Bulls made the playoffs this year as the eight seed and Philadelphia. We lose to the Jazz or something. We lose the, yeah, yeah. we lose to Philadelphia in the first round. It's like okay. Like I'm we not going to yeah. hate on Philadelphia. It wasn't the conference championship where we like made a deep run and like they ended our hopeful run. It was we were right. supposed to beat them. Yeah, yeah. as long as yeah, like Joel Embiid's not like not trying to fight Zach Levine, we're good. Like, yeah, like I mean, there's and there's specific teams where I certainly will hate on and not root for. But generally, generally for me, it's football, and I w- if it's in football, I will not root for that team. Like, and you know. Sometimes with like college sports, I'll root for like conference teams and stuff. Like I'll yeah. always push for the conference when my team's not in it. But that that's kind of where I'm at. Like like there's some teams where if like we get beat by, I'm not like against cheering for them. But a lot of cases, like I probably don't want them to win. And I just think it's interesting because a lot of coworkers, like we had that discussion at work one day for a happy hour, where it's like, do you guys want the Lightning to win? And he's like, no, that's stupid as hell. Like it doesn't really make us look better if they win the whole thing. Then we lost to a championship. We still lost. So. Like he's yeah. like he's like who do we want to win? I, don't know. I think Montreal would be cool, but um, uh, yeah. I mean, well, I have a future on the Vegas Golden Knights because I thought the hot. Avs were a wagon and the Knights killed the wagon. They were. I think the I think the Canadians are definitely a wagon. So I think the Knights. I wouldn't you be know, shocked if the Knights curb stomp them in this series. I do think, and it, it, like. You know, I don't know too much about hockey, but I've I've heard I don't think the Canadians are the best team to come out of the Northern Division. They they they're, they are having a moment right now, which they're is they're the cool, only team and to I've come made out of the Northern of Division, but but they're definitely not the best. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, 
you know, like they, they were down three to one against the Leafs. And I do think that the Cinderella story ends in Vegas, Scott. Yeah, they won seven Over. straight. And, and, Ve- and Vegas is so Knights, much deeper. Um, the Knights are wagon killers. I, I, that's what I'm dubbing them. They are, they're white wagon busters. They bust wagons. So they're, they're coming. You know, it's the, it's the Grim Reaper picture I going knocking on the doors. You got, <laughs> you had the, uh, who did they play before the abs? They swept them, right? It was, uh, Oh my God! The Knights. Yeah, Knights. No, they went to seven against Minnesota. Oh, was it? I thought they. Swept. Yeah. Okay. So well. Montreal won their last three games. Against... No, it was the, okay. The Avs swept whoever they played first. That's what I was they swept of. the Blues. Yep. Yep. That's okay. Um. Yeah, but no, Montreal. They they won their last three against Toronto to force Game yep. Seven and win. Then they won four straight against Winnipeg. So they've won yep. seven straight games after being on the brinks of elimination. So it's just, yeah. And I, I don't think they've ever trailed since, Oh God, like they didn't trail in any of the jets games. And in, the, I don't... in a couple of the last games, they didn't trail at all in game seven and in game God. six, they were up two. they got tied, that, but they never that, trailed that game seven for Toronto. If you were a Toronto it was fan, pathetic. It, like zero, the, putting up a donut, <laughs> you, you that felt, moment you felt you're the, the best you have one of your best teams. you're just waiting to lose like, like it was not competitive game six like, was their best bet it was so weird like it's so, like they didn't it didn't feel like a game seven right it's, no it's, fight. as soon as the canadians scored that first goal it was like it was over and it wasn't like they were trying to get back at it like two minutes later and like put a really hard push to try to rally right away it was it was done game was over they didn't look good before they scored the goal when it's yeah. zero zero they didn't look good um all right so that's enough of i think my category do we want to try to do trivia quickly this week, or it's a pretty short trivia list? Uh, you know what? We got time. If Josh, you got, you want to do it? Sure. Real All quick. Right. So let's start with this question. Um, yeah, I think you guys can do this. Four players won NBA Finals MVP from 1990 to 1999. Michael Jordan won six of them. Who else won? So I actually want you guys to text me your answers. Okay. Because I because there's there's three so there's three options. I'll give you that from 1990 to 99. Who won NBA Finals MVP? Not regular season, just the oh, finals. Oh Jesus, I don't fucking know. I got all three. What years? 1990 to 99. Okay. So I, I'm guessing y'all will both get at least one. Yep. The, the in between. <laughs> um. I think if you think hard, you should be able to get the one before the Jordan started winning. Um, the one after is the one that I had to take a guess on. I was right, and I got all three, but it's definitely a tough one. Okay. All right, I have two, I think. God, the third? I don't – dude, I don't – damn, I don't – You might have more than me, Josh. Let's see. What's the trivia can't, I can't think of um, – I had to take a guess on who I thought won the 1999 one. All right. One of them is wrong. It is right, what Just it text is. me. Let's see it. You might be right. Hang on. Yeah, hang I, on. I, hang on. Sure. I haven't texted mine yet. All right. Oh, him. man. I'm, I'm okay. not Okay. Josh, I appreciate your answers. Thank you. God, I have no idea for the third one. <laughs> you might be right. You will. I'm trying to think because I was just, I was just texting me because uh, what's it called? Josh only got two or one, right? So What? Yeah, your other two didn't win after the 80s. 
I'm thinking. Well, I knew. I knew the last one was wrong. Thinking. Yeah. The second to last one was wrong. Oh my god! My brain right. is just failing That's, me right now. That was the gimme. Do you want to just say what two you have? I'll you can. Yeah, you, you can say. Part. I already texted it. It's done. <laughs> hey, these are the two I got. <laughs> Let me see if I get a third one. <laughs> wait, wait. You texted me. Okay, you you only got you. You you need a guess in in ten seconds because right now you're tied. Oh, me? Um, He's tied with you with the number of right guesses. I don't know, T Mac. You guessed T Mac. That's a horrible guess. Okay, so okay. you guys both got Hakeem right. Did you not know who won before the the Bulls started their streak? I thought it was Bird. Bad Boy Pistons. Isaiah. I was Thomas. gonna. Okay, I was uh, thinking it was Isaiah Thomas, why and didn't I just you say it. Trevor, I didn't, you think, be, I didn't know if the Pistons were like late '80s or if it, they got the 1991. You beat I just, yourself in <sighs> trivia half the time. Okay, and then right, the, continuing on. The, I knew the, that too. The '99 one. I took a guess. I wasn't sure. I said Tim Duncan. It was Tim Duncan. Shaq was too early. I, that was too yep, early for yep. Shaq. Shaq was, was drafted in '92. Um, but like he didn't go to. The, didn't I don't. Think he, yeah. I think he won the 2000 Finals MVP. Yep. I, I, All right. I, so. Zero zero there. Um, let's do another MVP question. So, in honor of Jokic, which we talked about this year, who was the lowest drafted MVP before Jokic? So, text me this one again, um, or you can just say it. There's two actual answers. So, the, the lowest drafted MVP before Jokic. Jokic was the 47th pick. I looked it up on the stream when I was distracted earlier, uh, just to see who the answer oh, was. Damn clue. I have no idea. I wouldn't have a clue either. And then I'm going to have you guys guess the draft pick number. Dude, I don't, I don't even know what it – I don't even know. I don't even – yeah, I'm trying to – I don't even to know where to start. Do you want me just to skip this question then? No, there's, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know this. There's, I don't – All right. I don't remember when people are drafted unless they're undrafted. My guess was wrong. I don't even have a guess. Trevor, do you even have a guess? No. I'm Is trying to think of, like, MVPs right now, and I can't. Like, I know Giannis wasn't drafted early, but I don't think he was, like – He was a lottery um, pick still. Yeah. He was still 13. That's what, like – I'm trying to think, like, Kevin Durant he had to have been early. He was second overall. He was pretty yeah. early. Yeah, I'm trying. Okay, I'm just Rose, thinking of. Buddy. I'm thinking MVPs. I'm thinking MVPs, right? Like, no, you're you're going the right. That that's the smart way to do it. Oh God. When was? I, I can't give you guys clues. I would just skip this question. I don't think yeah. you're going to get yep. this. There's no way. I believe the correct answer is Nash, and it says Giannis oh. were both actually drafted 15th. I thought Giannis was 13th, or oh. he was traded. He was traded. Um, and then I I don't know. So Giannis would have been right. I think Giannis would have been right. Because I think he was drafted at 15, but he was traded to the 13th spot. <laughs> you got to um, be kidding me. So you guys didn't answer. It so unfortunately, <laughs> also my room is getting so dark right now. It had, um, I, oh my God. All I right, gotta just let's go, go to whoever gets closest on this one. When was baseball's first interleague regular season game? Yesterday. Like 18. Whoever's the closest year. 1889. That's way too late. 1962. 1997. So that was pretty close. What? <laughs> yeah, the first regular season interleague play began in 1997. The move was intended to revive fan 
interest and generate oh. increased revenue in the wake of their 234-day strike that lasted from August 94 to April 1990. But, like, oh, yeah. the leagues just didn't play each other until the World Series? Or play, yeah, yeah. yeah. So no interleague play. You guys were a little off there, but Josh does get the point, Trevor, so <laughs> that's not going well. Um, <laughs> all right. Name the two NHL scorers who share the career NHL playoff record for game-winning goals. So I'm going to take out Gretzky because you all okay. are going to know that one. This guy I've said on the podcast before, so this is kind of just a test if you've been paying attention. You're both not going to probably know his name anyways, so let's just see. What do you guys think the playoff record is for game-winning goals? What's the number? Want to do a one, two, three? Sure. Let me get a number in my head. Yep, I'm waiting. I got a number in my head. It's going to be way too high. <laughs> so yeah, okay. How many game-winning goals? Ready? Three, two, one. Five. 35. Josh is closer again. What? 24. 24. Um, this is not. This is not the Price is Right. We don't do if you go over, you bust. Josh is just nine away. Trevor, you were, you were nineteen. How? Is, how? So, how are there that many? Who is it? Wayne Gretzky and Brett Hull. Um, oh, Brett if you think Hull. about Wayne Gretzky, made a bunch of playoff games, and it's not yeah. necessarily series winning. So it's just game one. Right. You know, game one. game winning goals. I I don't even. I. Again, game I, goals I don't is think also just means here. if it's a two-two game in the third period and you win it, it doesn't have to be overtime. It's just oh, that's what I was thinking. I'm, oh. my, I'm crazy. All right. Um, Trevor, this one's going to be worth three points. And it, it's going to be one answer, and you guys have to get it right. Who said this? I haven't read this question yet. Scott did. You did. I don't know if I practiced more than anybody, but I sure practiced enough. I still wonder if somebody somewhere was practicing more than me. This is an NBA player. I don't know if I practiced more than anybody, but I sure practiced enough. I still wonder if somebody somewhere was practicing more than me. Trevor gets this right. Yeah. He'll win. Unless Josh also gets it right. Okay, well, I know who it's not. <laughs> All right. Three. I'm trying to think two, of people who no, practice. No, dude, hold on. <laughs> who practice a lot. Like, I'm thinking, like, okay, we got Shaq, Charles Barkley, like, oh, two practice. huge practice guys. It's not him, Scott. <laughs> no. It's definitely not him. <laughs> no. Um, sounds like a sounds like a. Okay, I gotta I just, guess. I, I gotta guess. It's not right, but I gotta guess. It sounds like a. I, I, I don't know. Five seconds. You gotta guess, I Trevor. No, I, yeah, sure. Five, <laughs> four, three, two. Kevin Garnett. Kobe. Well, it, like it, it was Larry it was Bird. Larry Bird. Larry Legend. Which is honestly like when you say that, it does sound like it would be from him. Yeah. But yeah, dude, Larry it's Bird. A shot in the dark. Larry Bird has some of the best like outside of basketball stories, or like even just like stories about like him, his playing career. Like his his three point his trash talking is awesome. And I just I just he think, just walks in and his like thing. He's like, I right, who's coming in second like, this year? Just his trash talking him like just deciding to play left handed the whole game. I just I think Larry Bird. If you want to go down a rabbit hole, just like. He's he's the guy. <laughs> he's pretty awesome. Okay, so Josh, this is your sixth win. Trevor, you have two. Thank you. I don't know if this is a five-game win streak for Josh, but I know Trevor did guarantee a win this week. Well, you know, if I decided to actually like say what I was thinking, maybe I could have won. Trevor, you but... had to answer twice, and you, I know. you you held back. It would have been a tie still, so. I think maybe Josh is just out of your your conference level. Maybe you need to go down a league. 
we'll not doing really trivia good. between. I will not have this happen. We'll, we'll start doing trivia between you and like one of my sisters and see who oh knows more God. about sports. I don't know. Maybe that's more your level. Yeah, I um, put up a donut this week, Scott. It's not looking great. It's not. And the thing is, the worst part is you, you had the answers. So, yeah, yep. you're, that's not helpful there. But, uh, tr- Josh, why don't you, uh, you send us away? All right, guys. Thank you for uh, listening to episode 38 of Big Slump. And sorry about the tech difficulties. I don't know what happened there. Streamlabs fixed your shit. But uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching if you watched. <laughs> um, Scott's trying to be a telescary star right now with his flashlight. And, uh, Trevor, you're stuck at trivia. Later, guys. Oh, we didn't even do a victory circle. I'm sorry, Josh. I don't need no victory circle. See y'all. See ya.